So today it is the turn of John Richter to take over our Tales on Trent group. Hiya John, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? I sure will. Thanks. Uh, thank you, Donna, very much for the opportunity to chat to you and to take over. It sounds a bit scary, doesn't it? That like, oh, for takeover. But um, I haven't figured out yet what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, yes, I am John Richter. I am a writer of dark fiction, which is a very broad, all-encompassing genre. But that's because I, I do write in a few different genres. So I write crime thrillers, uh, such as this one, which came out in 2020, which is called Rabbit Hole. Um, and, and that is, a, a, I suppose I try and write books that are a bit, a bit different. So that is about an investigative podcaster who reopens a cold case to see if she can, um, see if she can crack the, and she is drawn, you know, inexorably into the rabbit hole. Uh, I also write techno thrillers, such as 2021's The Warden, which is, again, crime thriller with a detective, but it's got a, a very kind of techno angle. It, it in, imagines a, a sort of near future dystopia driven by COVID. So it is COVID fiction, um, which I think is starting to sort of take off a little bit now, but um, I'd like to think I was on the ground floor of that one. Um, uh, and ground floor is kind of a pun because the whole story is set inside a completely isolated lockdown uh, apartment building. Um, and and there's, a, there's a murder and a detective who needs to investigate it, who is a resident of the building. The building is run by an, an AI, uh, you know, it's a smart apartment building. The AI is called James, who is the, the sort of titular warden of the book. Um, I have I've written cyberpunk thrillers, um, Auxiliary, uh, that came out in 2020 as well. Uh, again, a, a crime thriller, this one a bit more of a futuristic kind of science fiction angle. Um, and yeah, hopefully some interesting weird ideas. Uh, Never Rest and Deadly Burial are my first two books. They're both, they're, they're probably a bit crime thriller with a bit of horror. Um, and then for any horror fans, I do have a couple of short horror collections, which is John Richter's Disturbing Works. So all the kind of cornerstones of dark fiction are covered, if, uh, if that's your cup of tea. <laughs> Did you always know that you wanted to write? Yes, uh, that, that, uh, as in literally I can't remember being a time when I didn't want to do it. So from like a very, very young age, it was just the thing that I was good at and did. You know, like I remember um, so trying to write, oh, little cute dog, look at that, bless. <laughs> Hello. It's, what, what, is, what is your pet's, your new pet's name, Donna? Trixie. Trixie, so that means it's a girl. Yes. I think, um, and yes, well, she's beautiful. Look at her. She's like, who's this bald bloke, get him off. No, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, why is my cushion got a laptop on it is what she's really thinking oh i see <laughs> well i apologize profusely in that case um, but yeah so just you know i remember writing stories in in little notebooks and getting little a5 lined paper and scribbling in those and you know drawing the pictures in them as well and all that stuff and i i think i this probably says a lot about me i think i've probably always existed partly in this kind of alternate fantasy <laughs> world by which i mean I think at school, at primary school, I was always very heavily complimented for my writing. And I think partly that was just because I was writing inspired by things I read or saw on films and stuff. So like I'll be writing like a thinly veiled Indiana Jones ripoff with some adventure and gunfight. And I, and I sort of realized, oh, right. And whereas all my other classmates, they're just writing stories about what, you know, what they did with their friends. And oh yeah, and then we, and people were putting themselves in their class, you know, like them and their classmates were the topics. And I was like, well, that's not, 
that's not how fiction works. It's meant to be, you know, Batman or, you know, some sort of superhero and a villain. And so, yeah, for whatever reason, it's just always appealed to me and, and been a kind of lifelong, <laughs> lifelong passion. And then what made you take the plunge and finally go for it? Um, so I, I work full time in finance, um, which is a, you know, conversation stopping mind draining career. Um, and I started that, I was a bit daft in my teenage years and didn't, you know, I dropped out of, didn't do my A-levels and all that. And then I just ended up with a job in an accounts office when I was 17. And then before you know it, it's like, oh, you, well, you may as well study accounts then. And then I did, and then I got qualified and you get promoted. So suddenly you've got a decent level of income. So you just put, you just do that. And, and you know, that line of work can be quite stressful and demanding. So all the way through my 20s, I just became this sort of like corporate, you know, worker drone and, and all the creative stuff kind of just fell by the wayside. And then I got into in, hit 30 and I thought, right, I've got to try and if I'm, you know, if I'm, I've been saying for 10 years, I want to write and I haven't written anything. So I need to start writing stuff. And I wrote a few short stories, try and get back into the swing of it, carved out a bit of time. And then I wrote one that just sort of grew legs, um, which was called Whatever Happened to Vic Valiant, which was a sort of detective story about a murdered professional wrestler. Because I thought, you know, like what better cast of characters to to be the you know the rogues gallery in a book as a load of a load of weird wrestlers and then that was picked up by harper collins and published eventually as deadly burial which is my first book which was amazing and then yeah since then i've, I've tried to do at least one book a year since that came out in, in 2017 and um of the different genres you've written is there one that you've enjoyed more than the others oh that's a good question the, the honest answer is no I, I, it tends to be more like what mood I mean, like, I think a lot of probably doesn't help me sell books because it confuses readers. It's like, oh, well, oh, John Richter, he's that horror guy, right? No, he's the science cyberpunk guy. No, he does crime thrillers. So, yeah, that, I'm aware that's probably a, a bad thing. And I, I struggle with a lot of people writing a series where, you know, they'll have the same recurring detective. And I, and I wish I could do that. But I just my ideas don't really come in that way. So it's like um, my most recently written book, which is going to be... Um, published in September of this year, which is as yet untitled, but watch this space, working title only. Um, that was just an idea about, uh, wouldn't it be interesting if you had a book where every single chapter was from a different character's point of view? And they're sort of, it's almost like handing the baton of, you know, this chapter would be from my perspective. Oh, I had an interview with Donna and I was oh, quite nervous and hope I don't talk a lot of rubbish. And then the second chapter would be from your perspective going, oh God, he was annoying. Jesus, well, that's over. Anyway, I'll go to the shop. And then the third chapter would be from the shopkeeper's perspective and so on and sort of on through the book and then kind of trying to interweave it all back. So that was more of a structural conceit. And then I sort of had to come up with a story that would facilitate that. Whereas other times the idea might be, oh, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if, I don't know, Jeff Bezos founds a new country on the moon and then and then that'll become an idea for it. So that, so that kind of dictates what genre it is, if, if that makes any sense. How come I've not read this? Oh, the what, the Be Bezos yeah. on the moon, you mean? No, <laughs> the, the new one. <laughs> I was going to say, because the Bezos <laughs> on the moon doesn't exist, but it should. What's this thing? Anyway, oh, the new one. Well, I... Yeah, maybe you haven't had a chance to read this then as, as, as one of my early... Well, it's very like, you know, only just written, signed the deal with Bloodhound. So it's yeah, it's still going through the editing process. So I would love to get your input and thoughts once it's in a suitable shape. You never bothered about that before. <laughs> I've read, remember I read your fantasy one. 
That, yeah, in, the, the, the forgotten the forgotten manuscripts. The one bit of dark fiction that I haven't managed to tick the box of yet and release into the world. But You need to somehow get that released because it's amazing and I rave about that constantly. Oh, I'm glad you... Well, that's very kind. You're very kind. Yeah, I, I, of course, the other, the other issue when you're publishing or when you're writing multiple genres is obviously it's different sets of publishers. So often, so for example, Bloodhound, who, who've been great to me, I, I, I think I'm, my new book will be my fourth Bloodhound book. So, so I think they're great, but they primarily publish crime fiction. Um, my last book, The Warden, was more, more of a techno thriller, which they did publish, which is great. So they kind of branched out a little bit. But what, you know, for example, they won't publish a pure kind of high fantasy novel because that's not their thing. Totally fine. Um, but no, yeah, to date, I haven't had a great deal of luck shopping that out to fantasy publishers. So maybe maybe the nature of my pitch is is not quite right. I'm not sure. Um, I, you know, it's, it's almost like entering a different world each time and there's new things to learn. And, and Do you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, you never know. Watch this space. We'll see. <laughs> Um, are there any authors you're particularly looking forward to catching up with or meeting at Tales on Trend? Um, so I know that Valerie Keogh is going to be there, who I have I have met in person, actually. I just had a really nice chat, and you know, the first time we ever met at like a Bloodhound event. So that'll be really good to revisit that. Um, I, uh, Matt Adcock, I think, is going to be there, who I've encountered him through my kind of cyberpunk network, as it were. It's kind of a fun. Um, we're actually cooking up a podcast together at the moment that will be a sort of cyberpunk themed thing. So me and Matt are suddenly seeing quite a lot of each other. So that should be a good laugh for us to both be there. Uh, you know, we'll be available for drinks in the evening, I imagine, if, if people are doing that. Um, and yeah, just so many people are, are coming to that event that, you know, so many great writers, it's going to be, it's going to be really ace. It is, I think uh, Claire posted 117 days now until oh, wow. it happens. I've also never done one of these before, you know, like where you rock up as a writer and I don't know, have a well, see, even this in my head. So I have like a little stall that I sort of sit around with books on and go, hey, hello, someone come and talk to me. I have no idea if that's what actually happens. So if anybody <laughs> wants to laugh, you know, to laugh at some clueless newbie who doesn't know what they're doing, then please, uh, please come and say hi. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't. I, I can't even assure you because I have no idea either. No, no, we'll, think, we'll figure it out. It'll be all yeah. right. We're all winging it, so it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah there's some authors there that you're really going to get on with as well. Um, Darren Walker, I think, and uh, some others. So yeah, all you got together is quite a terrifying thought, actually. <laughs> we'll see how that comes out. Yes. Um, well, unless there's anything else you wish to tell us before you take over the group, I don't have anything else to ask you. No, I think that's it. I, uh, I suppose one shameless kind of social media plug is I am on Twitter. That's my. I'm not very good with Facebook, really. I should do better on that. And I'm not very good with Instagram. And I refuse to engage with TikTok. That's too scary for an old git like me. <laughs> <clears throat> but I do. I am fairly active on Twitter. So if anybody wants to follow me or find out more or just have a chat or say hello, then I'm at Richter Writes or one handle thingy so yeah ho hoping to catch some more people on there I believe well we look forward to seeing what you get up to in the group and look forward even more to meeting you and me thank you Donna yeah like, well like, we have have we met in person yet we haven't have no. we, we've only ever met through this medium of a telly so uh, yeah can't wait to meet you and loads of other people as well <laughs> I know I can't wait <laughs> thank you very much
it's it's 